Welcome back, everybody, to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. I am Lisa Linky, and across from me is not Misty Stinnett, but special guest, Sarah Maher. Welcome back, Sarah Maher. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm Well, I'm great. I'm great. Today is a weekly beef, and if you're looking for a book review, just go one up or one down in our feed. But this is a Tuesday, and on Tuesday, we explore all the things that are not books in self-help. Like, today's probably going to be a conversation with my best friend. But on Fridays, we do our full book reviews, where in under an hour, you get the main hits of the book and know whether or not you want to support the author by purchasing the book uh, and invest your time and energy and money. We also have a Patreon where you will find any homework that was assigned to us during the book. We have intimate and vulnerable and fun conversations that are available as video or audio on any level that you donate or, and, and become a, a sponsor of us. And all the money raised there goes to the production of the podcast. You can find that at patreon.com. We also have amazing merch and um, all of those links will be in show notes as well. But today, my best friend is back. My best friend, Sarah Maher. Hi. Who's holding a, a barrage of barrettes in uh, her hands. Yeah. Fun fact, when I clean up my house, so myself and my six-year-old daughter wear the same types of clips in our hair, which is, <laughs> I'm sure is problematic now that it comes out of my mouth. No, they work. They're functional. Yeah. So they're all over the house. Mm-hmm. And when I clean up, as I pick them up, I put them in the back of my head. To, and that's where I hold them. So then at the end of the day, I just pull them all out when I'm in the bathroom and I put them in a cup. Hence why I just pulled out four clips out of the back of my head. If you listen to our last episode this past Friday, Sarah covered uh, Trixie and Katya's Guide to Modern Womanhood. And it was wonderful. It was a high recommend and was very funny. Thank you for doing that. And Sarah is here because I reached out and was... And just said to to a group of my friends, I said, I'm deep in grief and I am unable to read self-help right now. Can you come and present a book? And Sarah was the first to reply, of course, I knew she would be. She said, I'm on it. And so what I asked Sarah to do to stick around and talk uh, on this mini-sode was maybe for us to just have a quick conversation about what it's like supporting your best friend when they're in grief and what a challenge it can be. Yeah. Um, just, sorry. I, just for the record, I really want to point out that I was the first one to respond out of that friend group because I like to make everything a competition and then I like to win that competition. And you so. did. You won. You were the first so, to respond and the first to schedule. So you really nailed it. They were all terrible. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so grief and supporting someone in grief is like not I don't think it's anybody's forte, but I definitely like have that feeling of it's just, I'm not good at it. Mm. I feel like I'm not good at supporting a person in grief. I am the type of person who's going to run up and try to jump around and make you laugh or give you something to eat or just somehow make you stop feeling the feeling thinking that that's the right thing to do. So I fight against that every time like you specifically have been going through stuff. It's like, I just like the court jester comes out and it's like, but like looking for things to soothe, you know, and sometimes um, it's great. And I know it annoys you sometimes, right? Well, it doesn't annoy me because sometimes it feels really good to laugh. Like if you haven't had any levity, sometimes it's really nice to laugh and you 
you know me better than anyone. So when we say something and it's funny, you know that I think it's funny, right? Like you, you absolutely know. I think it's just hard because sometimes in grief, I just don't have the energy to laugh or I'm just hurting too bad to laugh, which is not a normal state for me, you know? Yeah, you're quick to laugh. Yeah. In most states. So yeah, absolutely. I think maybe that's the thing about it too, is that like, I think we just rarely see each other in grief. Yeah. Like grief is so held so tight. Yeah. So close to the vest. I don't know why, but, and so I think for me too, like watching you walk through some stuff, I really, I really freaked out at the way that you were different to me because it was so different and it wasn't like abnormal, you know, like there was nothing about it. You just were different. And I just went, Oh my God. It it rocked my world a little bit because everyone's thinking about themselves and I'm thinking like, well, my world has changed now because she is different. Well, and I felt bad too because I was like, I'm not the same. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't be our, we can't have our like ding dong conversations right now because I'm not funny right now, you know? And Mm. not that you're not funny enough for the both of us, but like I couldn't engage. You know what I mean? Like I, I felt bad uh, about that, but I also want to say it's hard because grief is just such a different energy. It's just this like low drawn out, like taffy, you know, whereas like if I call you in crisis, there's no one better. You know, if I call you and I'm bawling, you're like, tell me what's happening. Like what's going on, you know? And Mm -hmm. when I need to hear, it's going to be okay. Like you do that. Do you know what I mean? But crisis is different. That's like static electricity and grief is. And that's up, up, up. Yeah. And so I think when I'm slow and low like that, I I really, I withdraw. And so I can't imagine how difficult it is to try and connect with me in those moments. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, like anybody, I worry about you, but yeah, it's, it's wild. It's wild to see you just go away. You never do that. You know? Yeah. But that's okay. It you know, is okay. like it's totally okay. That's the thing in grief is like just gotta like the only way that I ever feel it, and I'm also not good at feeling grief. Although our friend Deanna, when I said that previously in a text chain, she said, Who is good at she did grief? She came in real quick I was with like, like that's, a that's fair point. A real, <laughs> it's not really an inborn point. skill. <laughs> right, exactly. If like in Miss America, my talent is feeling grief. <laughs> So it's so uh, just played the flute, but I am going to feel grief. I can feel my grief. Both of my parents were murdered behind an opera house. Oh God, Batman. So here's what I want to say to you too, is that I love you. And I never, I guess I take a real Linda Linky approach that I'm like, everybody's mm. doing the best they can, you know? And True. if I knew better what I needed in grief, I could probably ask for it, but I don't, you know? Right. And I think that's the like rock and a hard place of the path of asking people, how can I help? Because there are times when people ask, like, how can I help? And I'm like, that's so shitty. Like, don't put it on them. Yeah. And like, it's great. And it's like, I just, you never know. It's different with everybody. I will say the day that I had to put Zoe down, you were unbelievably fantastic and supportive and lovely and wonderful. And just really, I felt very cared for by you. And I felt like I had room to be and grieve and not, I I didn't feel anything other than like you were by my side and you kept offering and volunteering and 
you know, can I do this? Can I do this? And it didn't feel anything other than like, you really trying to be here with me. Plus you were like, I will get on a plane today. Like you were so great. Oh yeah. I was ready. I had a go bag. I, know. I mean, but you were really wonderful. That. I mean, that's a, you know, I think it's a really, I think it's a gift to like, like be with people when they leave, like when they pass or, yeah. or when they come into this world or whatever. And so like, I do think of that day fondly, you know, like that was a really, that's like sacred day. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I was a part of it. I am too. Oh, thank you. I guess I also just want to open up and I don't know why I'm doing it on the podcast, but here we are. You know, Uh-oh. if I'm not showing up for you in the ways that you would like when you're grieving, that I'm open to hearing that and that I love you and mm. I want to show up for you in the ways, but I also know that sometimes you just don't know, you know? Yeah. And I mean, we're both lucky in that I will literally saw off my own arm before I feel, I feel grief. So <laughs> we don't need to worry about that for a while. Cause I'm not going to feel no grief for, for nothing. It sounds very Nobody healthy. Know how, it sounds no way. Very healthy. And there's, you know, been nothing this year that would, bring on accumulated grief and trauma. So I'm really happy. I'm really happy for you in that regard. Listen, my parents got murdered behind an opera house. That man? I don't have enough grief in me. I'm sorry, what? You can't out yourself as who you are. That's part of your origin story. (laughs) I'm definitely not Batman. (laughs) I'm Batwoman. I'm Batman. Well, I guess, I guess if, if, if we're, when we write our self-help book on friendship and grief, grief ships, (laughs) <laughs> what we, what I, I would say, what I've learned is to, from you, the, the things that I would like to emulate from you is that to keep offering, even that, even if the person says no, because that was really comforting to me. The fact that you kept offering, let me know that I didn't have to like in this moment decide because you were going to continue to offer. And I'm, I'm going to steal that from you or borrow or just steal and do that. Because I found that very comforting. Cool. Yeah. And I think what yeah. I'm going to take from you as a person watching another person walk through grief, I think it was really, really remarkable how you were able to stay present with Zoe that day. And like, you know, I kept checking in on you and you could, you know, you, we had laughs, like yeah. you guys had, you were having nice times. And this was after, you know, we knew what was coming yeah. and, yeah. um, I was really, it was just really remarkable and it was really beautiful. And it felt very much like you got every, you got to tell her every single thing. I did. You know? I did. Yeah. I mean, it still felt too soon, but I'm also really glad Always. you got to say goodbye to her. Oh, yeah. I've said goodbye to her like three times. I know. I mean, <laughs> yes. But also, like, it just felt really special on that day. I don't know why, but like, this was it, you know? And, you were so, you even offered, you were like, I will sit on the phone with you. I will bear witness. Like you just, you just kept throwing darts, you know? And I guess it made me feel really special that like, I didn't have to know what I needed and that you were going to keep offering. I love you, Sarah. And also I can't believe I called you Sarah. We call each other Fred, but I, the last second I was like, they won't know who Fred is. That's okay. You're a dumb fuck. I am a dumb fuck. And I love you. I love you too, Bill. Thanks for having this conversation. And I hope if you're listening and you have a friend who's helped you with grief, like please write us, 
please write in, <laughs> write Sarah. I'm going to give her email mm-hmm. address right now and her home phone number. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, write us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com and, and let us know either what your friend did or, or what someone, anyone did that would be helpful. And maybe we'll share these on another weekly beef at some point. Because there's just a lot of collective grief going around right now. And it's hard. Everybody needs what nobody can yeah. give. Everybody's grieving on their own. Yeah. Yep. But you knocked it out of the park. Well, yeah. I think what we can take away from all of this is that I'm great. So. <laughs> yeah. And I need to up my game. Listen. <laughs> Good luck, mama. <laughs> all right. Set the bar high. With that, life is abundant. Go Help Yourself was produced by Misty Stinnett and Lisa Linky. Our theme song was written by the inimitable Matt Sav. Inimitable. There's nothing we love more than hearing from you. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. We're also at gohelpyourselfpodcast on Instagram and at ghypodcast on Twitter. And you can go old school and check out our website at gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. It basically is a fancy PowerPoint slide. If you liked our podcast, <laughs> please subscribe, rate, and review because it helps helps other people find our show. You know who else needs to find it? Your friends. Tell all of your friends. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.